0: Fantasy Lounge, live from 92nd in Nashville, formerly 33rd in Emerald, with the same old fantasy football talk. Twelve degenerates from Oak Lawn compete to be the champion. Who's gonna win? Who's gonna lose? Find out this week on the Fantasy Lounge
1: with your host, Randy Hansen. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? And Mike Prada. As a gym coach, he was a natural. Show me some hustle. Here's this week's edition
0: of the Fantasy Lounge.
1: And we are live (laughs) in the Fantasy Lounge. As always, Mikey back on the mic. To my right, a very special guest. All the way from the Big Easy, Matthew Gallagher. And how's it feel to be in the basement of the lounge? It feels good. Hey, it feels
0: great to be home. Good to be here. I gotta be honest. I'm, I was expecting a lot more, like um, rehearsal or something, before this podcast. You know,
1: <laughs> right, we're just gonna wing it. Let's go. Let's let's rock it. I would say. We, I've been planning this podcast. We got a very special podcast for the listeners: the Diamond in the Rough edition. What does that mean? Even Diamond in the Rough. Diamond in the Rough. It's the one. Uh... You know? (laughs) (laughs) Great insight. Yeah. Um, Diamond in the Rough, when you find something valuable, when you find something that's worth having in a place that you won't, you don't usually expect it, right? Yeah. And so, what does that mean for fantasy? That's a great question. A Diamond in the Rough, someone that you could get in maybe, say, the sixth round or later that's going to make an impact on your fantasy team. So what... So what Mikey Mack did, what you Baby did, was we did some research here. We we started looking at people whose ADPs are a six-rounder later, guys that we like, guys that you could draft on your team this weekend to make a huge difference on your fantasy team. That's
0: two days from now.
1: Two days? Well, two and a half,
0: basically. Two and a half. You got an auction draft tomorrow. I got an auction draft tomorrow. Yeah, I'm very excited. You nervous? How you feel? I'm feeling great about that. Auction drafts are, like, I'm trying to get our league to an auction draft. I'm going to... Bring that up at the at the draft as a vote. I mean, I think I got at least four guys in on that. We need six.
1: Yeah, I think you we well, need what eight. What is your vote? What would you say? I'm, I'm going to say yeah, but it's not going to happen. I, I think I think, we need eight. We need eight, Majority. Yeah, well, that's like 67%. I don't know. Okay, whatever. I'm not good with
0: math. Uh, no, I mean, this ain't a math cast. It's a fantasy football podcast. <sighs> and
1: uh, yeah, we got some diamonds in our roughs here. But let's get into it. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's get into it. I'm going to start it off here. Now, again, people are going to say this is an obvious pick, but he's going right now 8th, ninth round. I'm going to talk about Tony Pollard just really quickly. Now, again, we haven't seen him, but it looks like Zeke Elliott's not going to be there to start the season. Jerry Jones just came out and said, you know, he doesn't not care if Zeke misses games. He'd rather have him be fresh for the end of the year. I The ears perked up a little bit when I heard that. Here's my thing with Tony Pollard. Right now, late 8th, early ninth round PPR, Last year, Dallas' rush offense, top 10 in yards a game, top 10 in attempts, uh, top 10 in rushing percentage. So here's an offense that is pretty um, concerned and, and really, really trying to run the ball. <laughs> I was trying to spit that one out. Really trying to run the ball. So Tony Pollard comes in for Zeke, at least for the first four games. This is a guy that you could draft 8-9 round that could potentially be a starter for you. Absolutely. Any, yeah, any other, any, I mean, what do you think about the whole Zeke thing? Is it something? Uh, that... I mean,
0: it's it's it reminds me a lot of uh, Mr. Le'Veon Bell of last year. Every like going into the draft, oh, he's gonna play. No worries, we're not worried about it. You know, mm-hmm. it's looking. You know, things are looking better, but you waste a top four pick on him. If you get Zeke, you have to get. You have to go in like the. 50,
1: Sixth Sixth round round to get get Tony Pollard. 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 There's no way around it. Because you can't
0: afford not to have him. You learned last year with James Conner and Le'Veon Bell. True. He turned out to be a top 10 back.
1: That's a great point by Galley over there. My thing is, uh, 2017, during the suspension, Alfred Morris played a lot in that Dallas offense, averaged 4.8 yards a clip at 547 rushing yards. So there can be another running back besides Zeke that could be effective in that offense. Again, Tony Pollard showed some signs in preseason, passed the eye test a little bit for me. Again, I'm not expecting Tony Pollard to be the guy you're going to start in your championship for fantasy, but at the same time, like I said, eighth, ninth round, something that could potentially be a starter in the first four weeks, that's tough to find, and I think you can get that, Tony Pollard. I agree. Yeah. I agree, yeah. yeah. So, I know you were kind of – you did some notes if you <laughs> <could> call it. <laughs> you I'll would call it. scratch. <laughs> I wrote one yeah. word for about – Well, yeah, he's got about – I got about – He's got, yeah, Okay, things. exactly, because I come here, and he's got, like, four pages full of notes, and I'm like, what are we doing? Gallagher's got about a sentence under each one, yeah, one just, I, I, well, well, one just under, under Emmanuel Sanders, it just says Joe Flacco. <laughs> I, I know, because, hey, these are notes that wrote for myself. <laughs> I know what I'm going to say we, after Okay, this. okay. We'll,
0: we'll talk about uh, the running backs. We'll stick with running okay, backs same here. Okay, running backs, yeah. And we're talking sixth round or later. Um, Early in the sixth round, ADP is, is sixth round, first pick is Darius Geist right now. Okay. I talked about him uh, previous. I like him. Keep going. See, I ruined my segment because I was gonna bring it up with. Can you? Okay, let's just pretend. Pretend I forgot. I didn't say, didn't say I didn't say Darius. <laughs> <Dennis Christ, but laughs> okay, we're gonna talk about the top four legendary people that graduated from LSU. Okay, name me. Name me. Who do you think number one is? Sports wise, from LSU. LSU, Louisiana State. Yeah. University. No. Okay. So football. We no. Straight- just just sports wise. <laughs>
1: From LSU, okay. Well, I was I was gonna say Fournette right away. He's, he's not gonna... <laughs> he's not he's not on my list.
0: But we can we can. He's the not, top he's...
1: four from LSU. Okay, Shaq. Oh, okay. Shaquille
0: okay. O'Neal. Oh, big baby. No, big baby. Big baby Davis. Okay. Number three. Tyrus Thomas in there. Robin Gallagher. <laughs> so okay. Number four. So I, where I'm going with that was if you if you went to LSU, you have some potential in life, you know. Uh-huh. Darius guys. He's the guy in Washington. They drafted him the second round last year. You know he didn't get to play all year. He's looking healthy. He's looking spry. I got people in Washington telling me.
1: You got your source. I got my
0: sources in Washington DC right now telling me Darius Geis is looking very healthy and yeah. That, I mean, I, I just that's basically it. Is that he's the guy down there. They they got him for a reason and he's healthy for once. Okay. I just have a good feeling about Darius Geis. You okay. know, that's that's all I got.
1: Fair enough. I think the one thing I got going for you is that obviously AP is not the long-term stay in that, that offense. Exactly. I know they got Samaje P. Ryan, but that's a big dud for me. Chris Thompson's not really going to affect Geis in the sense of, like, taking no, away carries. He's, he's, no. And from what I understand, Geis is very capable out of the backfield. I yeah. like Geis a lot. Six rounds a little high for my taste. When I mean, when we first started doing uh, the breakdowns of divisions for fantasy purposes, Geis was like eighth, you know, seventh, eighth round. He's going. He's, he shoot he's shooting up. up a little he bit, bit after little that preseason game where he yeah. showed some signs. That's what I'm saying. So I like Geis in the sixth round just enough to make our cut for diamonds. And I'll round. be
0: happy if if he's my RB two, maybe even RB three,
1: if I'm feeling fair enough. You know, Uh, that's fair. I think he's the RB three. I think you're feeling really good. Potential draft or potential trade candidate. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fair enough. We're going to stick with the running back position. I got a guy going in the 10th round right here. So you're talking a guy, 12 team drafts here. You're talking about 100th pick, 105th pick, 110th pick. I'm talking Devin Singletary. I'm a big fan of the rookies. This guy's third rounder out of Florida Atlantic, Gallagher. Yes, Does that right. twinkle the, tw- <laughs> the twine at all? Yeah, it twine for sure. T- Tickled the twine. Yeah. I think it. that's what it is. But... The Bills last year sneaky great rushing team. I know Josh Allen helped that a lot, but they were fourth in rushing percentage, 29 attempts per game. That makes me happy. Here's a guy that's a draft and stash guy because you got McCoy there. There's a thing though with McCoy. If they if he's on their roster by Sunday, they got to pay him like $9 million. So his contract's up in the air, but you still have Gore there, you're bringing Yeldon. I know it's crowded, but they drafted Singletary to be the guy uh in that offense. Our Bills in uh, Bills insider Mendes. Shout Rant- out Mendes. Shout out Mendes. Uh, Randy's boy. My boy Mendez That's <laughs> who he refers him to. He's uh, ranting and raving about him. He says by week five or six. I mean, I'm talking about he's dialed into the Bills beat here. Yeah. He knows what's going on. You could trust this guy's sources. He's saying by the fifth, sixth week, this is a guy that's ready to explode. Again, diamond in the rough. You can't get much deeper than the 10th round. round. A guy, Here's a guy. Not You're not going to start him right away, but down the stretch for fantasy, especially for the playoff push. Devin Singletary could be a hot name be. on the waiver wire. I'm trying to think
0: of last year, uh, rookie running backs that you got in the late round, of like the 10th. I'm thinking like Sony Michelle, Nick Chubb. Chubb was definitely back there. <clears throat> I mean, I don't see Devin Singletary being a Nick Chubb of this year, but... You know. Okay. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was waiting for something else. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was just kind of winging it there. Fair as, as enough. Um... You got another guy. We got. A, I got a heavy <laughs> running back addition yeah, here. Well, I got one Rock. more running back. What's interesting about the running back position is that there's always like if you if you looked at PPR rankings last year, there's about ten to twelve guys. You're like, really? We're top twenty five. And so you really, I think the running back is the best the best chance to find someone later on or someone yes. that doesn't get drafted that could be a potential game changer for you. you got a guy that's been pumping up, pumping up uh, mm. in terms of people expecting big things. didn't happen for him last year. But yeah,
0: well, I mean, he got hurt and he, was he hurt or suspended? I honestly don't even know. He just sucked. He's a rookie last year. That, both of my guys are rookies last year, and I'm looking at the sophomore breakout season. And this one, we're talking about in the twelfth round, you can get a guy like Ronald Jones. I mean, twelfth round is the guy. Is twelfth round your 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 team's already set in place? You're just looking for fill ins and and potential sleepers. Take a home run swing. Take a swing. home run swing on Ronald Jones in the twelfth. I'll take him in the eleventh if he's there. He's on he's on a high scoring offense and mm-hmm. terrible rush.
1: Terrible, offense, huh? terrible rush offense. But couldn't catch the ball in the backfield last year.
0: Yeah, but he didn't. Okay. Peyton, I feel like Peyton Barber was playing more than Ronald Jones. He was, manager. yeah. Yeah, and do you think Peyton Barber is anything good when he played, when he had the the, no, the starter started. role? Exactly. So, as of right now, Peyton Barber is expected to start week one. I, I don't see that happening. Week three, Ronald Jones will come in. I mean, they have a terrible defense, so they're going to be scoring the ball, looking to mm-hmm. dump off to the running back a lot. I see Ronald Jones sneakily being a good flex play at best. Potential... To be an RB two with a, with a little upside, okay. If you get him in the twelfth round, we're talking. Yeah, okay, fair yeah. enough. And I'm sorry, I'm screaming. I'm just a little. He's, he's fired up to you know. be in the
1: lounge, dude. I love it. Uh, yeah, I'm staying away from Ronald Jones, but I guess in the twelfth round with the potential to be a number one, you know, he's there. That whole backfield is terrible to me, but you know, I'm looking for
0: volume here. Darius guys, Ronald Jones. Uh, uh-huh. they're gonna get. They're. I feel like that. It's their job to lose. Payne Barber's job is already lost in my I opinion. mean, he should have lost it last yeah. year. He was terrible. He was terrible.
1: I, um, he was, you know, top 12 in rushing attempts and outside, like, the top 30 in, a, in PPR is, for fantasy running backs, which is awful. is awful. And then, But that just goes to show you, is that just, does that just mean, like, how bad is Ronald Jones if he wasn't siphoning off those carries? I'm just, it was his rookie year. Still learning the offense? And learning the
0: offense, you know. Uh-huh. Bruce Arians coming switching in. Switching quarterbacks, you know, you can't. And he was hurt. Like I, I was they were down yourself. a lot early.
1: It's hard to run the ball. When yeah, do. I mean, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm gonna go again. We, we're coming back. We're coming. We're hitting you hard with the, the running backs, hitting you in the hole, hitting them hard. Oh, you got another one. You got three. <laughs> you got another one. All right. um, here's a guy that was the 11th best fantasy running back last year, and all of a sudden's going in the seventh round. I'm talking about Tariq Cohen. Ding ding ding. Here's the thing. I'm not expecting him to do what he did last year. That's crazy talk. 8 touchdowns, 71 receptions. A monster. He was a monster. 4.5 yards a rush. A
0: of for rush.
1: Matt Nagy's already said, he, in hindsight, they gave him too much work last year. Uh, you hate to hear that. You hate to hear that. At the same time. You hate to hear it as a fantasy yes. owner. Not for, as, not a for Bears, Bears. as a
0: Bears fan, I'm, you got to love it. I'm
1: not yet. expecting Terry Cohen to be a top 11 fantasy running back, but what I am expecting him is still to float around in that top 20 range. Look... 250 carries. Jordan Howard's leaving on the table. I don't expect Montgomery to come in and, and get 250 carries. I still think Cohen's going to be anywhere between the 80 to 90 uh, carry range, which he was last year. I'm not saying 75, 71 receptions, but I would be shocked if it's under 50. He's a game breaker, a game changer in that offense. Even if he gets give me 50 receptions for 600 yards, um, I still think he has potential to be a top 20 PPR play. Almost like a, a theoretic type, like in his heyday with, not even in his heyday, but in the Lions offense, that type of thing, where you're, he's going to get you four catches for 50 yards, maybe four catches for 40, five rushes for 25, 30 yards. Again, someone that is you, you could plug in and get you 10. And again, he's going to have those big plays possibly in the return game. I just like Tariq Cohen. I'm not saying he's going to be a top 10 guy, but I think there's value for him if you could get him in the seventh, eighth round.
0: I, I, I agree with that. So you, you got him. You know, he's a seventh round pick. So ADP right now. And Darius Geis is a sixth round pick. Who would you rather have? That's out a of great
1: those two? question. I really have Geis because of the work. He's, yeah, he's, the work. He's he a, he's, he's he, he could legit like, be the workhorse. Yeah. All these, by the way, all these. Calculations. There are these ADPs. That are off fantasy football calculator. Great site. I recommend checking it out. I love it. Um,
0: we're not sponsored by them. We're yet. not sponsored, but why yeah. not? Throw yeah. some money. Yeah.
1: Uh, that's a great question. I really have guys just because of uh, I think the touchdown potential could be there, and then the, the carries. Just yeah, the, the workload, more workload, and yeah. okay. So that's I mean that's five guys that we just gave you that are outside outside the, the top top six. sixty picks. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Let's we're gonna transition to the receiver position. All right. So I we, know I kind of gave it. I kind of spoiled it. Yeah, for you, you, gave, a little bit. you
0: gave the the fans a little spoiler. You know, no shock value with this pick, but uh, we're talking Emmanuel Sanders going late in the eighth round. And this guy has been consistent his whole career. I know he's coming off an injury
1: and kind of a, a like a catastrophic injury. By the way, I
0: mean, yeah, but but that's why he's down so low, and people are just forgetting about Emmanuel Sanders. And he's got Joe Flacco thrown to him. What has Joe Flacco done for me lately? What have you done, Joe? Well, Joe Flacco oh, yeah. when he was his most successful, who did he have throwing? Um, who did he have receiving the mm-hmm. ball? Kitchen he the had ball. guys like Anquan Bolden, Derek Mason, and Todd Heap, who are just roll- <laughs> Todd Heap, yeah, was I'm a throw thousand nine. Yeah, we're talking. We're, we're we're throwing it back. So he's got these reliable, veteran receivers who can run good routes, and he can trust. And I think that's who Joe Flacco is going to lean on is Emmanuel Sanders. His first year in the Broncos offense, and Emmanuel Sanders definitely still has big play potential. I wish I had more time to write more stats about Emmanuel Sanders specifically, because I am very high on him. I think he can be a wide receiver, too. Uh Going in the eighth round, I'll take him as my wide receiver three
1: all day, every day. I don't see it. Um... In, I rather really have Sutton. I rather really have Deshaun uh, Hamilton.
0: Yeah, that, in that. That's that's that's, okay, that's fine. fine. That's, that's, you're, you're that's on guys the mindset like of most people right now. Courtland Sutton, the young guy. But I think Emmanuel Sanders. People are sleeping on him. And just for just for shits and giggles, in my auction draft tomorrow, I'm I'm looking to get him for like. I'm gonna throw him out there for five, and I think I can steal him right there for five. I don't think anybody's gonna bid on him. Hopefully, the hometowners aren't listening. Yeah, hometowners, go ahead. I, I, this could be an all mind game, too. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I was kind of actually shocked when uh, we did the uh, AFC West pod about um, how effective Emmanuel Sanders was last year, especially with Case Keenum playing. Exactly. Um, do I think Flacco's just as good as Case Keenum? I do. I think he's better. I wouldn't say that, but <laughs> it. the always thing with Flacco is just like he sometimes has those duds where he, he'll throw like 110 yards. It's just like, oh my yeah. god! I mean, say I mean, Case say, say, King. He, I mean, came through the ball a lot last year. I think he, I mean, he was top twelve in attempts, which was also kind of interesting. Um, I, I'm ready to see Sutton take that next step. There's talks that, and Randy brought this up, and Randy, I mean, it's very rare that Randy ever has a good idea. Yeah,
0: I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't believe this. Already. But
1: Sanders to Seattle kind of made a lot of sense to me. Okay. Going to Seattle, basically taking that Doug Baldwin spot. Doug Baldwin
0: role. He's, I mean, there's the same type of...
1: I think that made a ton of sense. I guess there there's rumblings that Sanders and Sutton are getting along. That kind of makes some sense to me. Well, if that's the case, he's a fourth rounder. No, not that, really. I, no, 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 If no. you put him on Seattle, I mean, that's an interesting debate. Because nah. he becomes their number one. I don't like guys that get traded like right before True. a season starts. It's hard to adapt to the, the offense. New offense. But at the same time, he's been around the block, dude. He, he I mean, he, he, will I think he could step into an offense and be make, make an impact. Yeah, he can That's make a good impact. point. I think I would like his value way more in Seattle than Denver.
0: I would too, definitely. And I think his his value would go up before the eighth round. But anyways, let's move on to you. Who, okay, who, who okay. You okay. You oh, you, are you, yeah. You're you're I'm gonna transition. transition.
1: You're doing my transition. Talk about
0: another wide receiver uh, here.
1: The ultimate <laughs> game breaker, the ageless wonder, going into his 12th season, Deshaun Jackson, 10th. Round ADP right now. Did you know Deshaun Jackson last year led the league in yards per catch? I did not know that. At 32 years old. So the, there's the, the, there's a lot of juice left in those legs. There's a lot? A lot of juice. And I don't know what's up. At out, 32, there's a lot of juice A lot of juice, of juice in the legs. A lot of juice. My point is, I don't know what it is. I must follow a lot of people on Twitter that are like Eagles fans because I get I get like every day like fifteen retweets or fifteen like mentions about how Deshaun Jackson's killing it in in, in uh, training camp.
0: I know what it was. Remember when we visited Ricardo? We went to Philadelphia and we hit up Gabertown, oh, Okay. The gay, the gay neighborhood. Oh and, yes. And
1: uh, you were a big hit there. Anyway. <laughs> I think well, that's, just, what, <laughs> I, that's when I had my long hair, rocking the purple I, shirt. I had and, a nice uh, purple bright shirt, so I mean I don't blame them for hitting out. And me I think I, you might have got some great. some
0: Twitter some Twitter handles out of that. I uh, look.
1: My my point is, I'm just getting blown <laughs> up in my Twitter feed. I think it's Sal Palantonio. I feel like that guy only covers the Eagles for the for ESPN. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm loving Sean Jackson in the tenth round. He was 42nd PPR receiver last year in only 12 games. What I liked about Carson Wentz last year, only played 11 games, still got to 3,000 yards passing. That made me happy. If he played a full season, he was on pace um, for about 4,300 yards. Also on pace for 576 attempts, which puts him right in that top 10-12 range in terms of attempts. So, there's plenty of volume to go around. Alshon's not dominant, that dominant receiver that's going to demand 150 targets. Aguilar's not that type of guy. Um, th- they've been talking a little bit about how Ertz are going to lessen his workload a little bit. They got Goddard there that they like. There's a lot of mouths to feed, but it, nice. I think that's what makes the Sean Jackson at his best because he had a really great year last year. Godwin's still eating. Humphreys was eating. Uh, Mike Evans. Mike Evans was eating. And so. You can't key on Deshaun Jackson. He's going to have those games where he, you know, he goes for three for 110 and two tutties. Yeah. Again, boom or bust. But someone in the tenth round that has that that big playability is someone I think you want to own on your roster. It's
0: always good to have someone you can throw in there on a bye week and gets you a thirty and wins you a week just by just yeah. because you're going to you know your your studs end up. You got Julio on a bye.
1: Yeah, absolutely. One thing too I like about Wentz I didn't mention. Eleventh in yards per uh yards per attempt per catch. So he averaged per pass he ever when he completed seven point seven yards a uh, a pass completion, which was eleventh. So again, that means he airs the ball out a lot. That means he's going to have some big plays. Makes me happy to see. That's
0: a lot of numbers he said. Hey,
1: some numbers. Hey, I wish I'm gonna I'm gonna send we're gonna tweet out a picture of my stats my compared breakdown. to my
0: notes okay, compared
1: to Gallagher's notes.
0: I um, got like I got literally. One guy has. The same notes as all of my guys. Darius guys
1: underneath just says LSU. Yeah,
0: because I know what I was going to say about LSU. Um, <laughs> all right, we're going to stick with the wide receivers oh, okay. here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just, like, I'm just, dude, I'm just shooting the shot, bro.
1: Dude, is this like a uh, uh... right now where Keanu Reeves <laughs> takes over if the guy gets shot and just riding the bus? And then, like, what's going on I here? I don't know, man. It's just you know the, are, are, like, it's a, the basement here. are you Sandra Bullock and I'm and I'm like Keanu <laughs> no, or? I don't understand the well, she, and then Sandra Bullock has to drive in the movie the bus. Speed in the movie Speed yeah. yeah I never saw Speed you never saw Speed no I don't see Speed classic 90's movie long story short Keanu Reeves <laughs> saves a bunch of people from blowing up on a bus because he has to drive the bus like past 65 miles an hour if it dips below 65 miles an hour the bus blows up oh wow that's, that's pretty intense but anyway so okay go ahead
0: alright so we're sticking with the wide receivers here and uh a name that is is very popular around the fantasy football coolers, water cooler if you will. Popping, yeah, it's a water cooler. You know, everyone's talking about Sterling <laughs> Shepard <laughs> and his opportunity right now in the Giants. I mean, I know they got shaky quarterback position, and someone someone's got to fill fill the void that Odell Beckham Jr. is leaving. Mm. So even last year with Odell, Sterling Shepard, I'm uh, I'm I ask you this. way. Okay. If you just had to take a shot in the dark, where do you think he had um, overall target wise? Like, where do you think he was ranked amongst the NFL with targets? Just targets.
1: Well, can I give you a number instead of. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I think he had like over 100 targets last year. He had
0: 107 targets.
1: Okay, which is probably top 30 in the league.
0: So he had 23rd targets last year with Odell Beckham on his team.
1: Ooh, look at you. That's some good numbs right there. You know what I'm Um, saying? So
0: you got to. When you're drafting a wide receiver, you got to look for targets. That's that's one of my it's it, you don't get points for targets, but you have to look at targets because they're throwing him the ball, he's getting looks. That's all you need. You need opportunity to make plays and get points. I love me some Sterling Shepard. He had every single game last year he had at least 6 targets besides 3 games.
1: So not every single game. He had I know every, <laughs> every I, I know I
0: phrased that kind of kind of messed up, no, That's good. Like you were 6 saying. targets in all games but 3. And you get a guy like that in the ninth round who could – he's, he's a wide receiver one out there. I mean, they got Evan Ingram and Saquon Barkley, obviously, but –
1: That's really it. I, I that's mean, all they got. Gonten's and I going No, for four games. out for like, four is games. Cody, and... Is Cody Latimer moving the needle no, for you? No, he's not doing anything.
0: I mean, but – Benny Fowler moving the needle? I mean, Eli Manning's not moving the needle, but
1: – Dude, he's got to throw the ball. We're you know the camp I mean? is like – I mean – yeah, he like he's there's a lot of zip on his passes. That's an exact quote from somebody, I believe. <laughs> that's a, hey, that's an
0: exact quote from somebody, I believe. There yeah. you go. That's there's a lot of zip quote. on his
1: passes. And one yeah. thing about Eli, I don't know. I can't defend him too much, but there's some games where he'll like throw for four hundred yards, but then there's also games where he throws yeah, I mean, for like ten yards and a half, and you're just pulling your hair out. And
0: that's what, that. Those are the games that stick out more than the four hundred yard
1: performance. Absolutely. I like Sterling Shepard, man. I'm big on him. It's a shame he broke his hand, but I guess he's all good to go. He's good to go. He's what, what's healthy. his
0: ADP? He's going uh, in the ninth round. Oh just, wow, that's a yeah. bargain. Yeah, that's a bargain.
1: I rather if you had to, if you had to tell me, I would rather have him or Emmanuel Sanders. I would take him in my wide receiver three all day. I, over Emmanuel, I go
0: back and forth, but yeah, I'll, I'll be happy with either one of those as my wide receiver three. I can probably get them as a wide receiver four and, have, and on my bench and yeah, keep them for trade bait, kind of like what I did with John Brown last year. Guys, pay attention. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but you trade him. Dude, I know, I you traded trade him. I thought I traded him like for Austin weeks?
0: Eckler. Three weeks too late, though. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I traded him, and then Steuben dropped him like two weeks later, I think.
1: <laughs> so it, that's works. about right, Steuben dropped yeah, him. Steuben.
0: So <laughs> oh, my God. All okay, right, over-under Steuben, Ed um, drops. Uh,
1: what's, what's it like well, week, one. No, 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 week one.
0: No, no, There's week one, over-under his ad drops. Six and a half? Before the before week one. Before six week and a one. half. Like, so before there's a first game, six, six and, and a and half? half? Six and a half. I'll take... I'll take the he averages about mean that's, that's eight that's nine hard. a
1: week I'll take the over on that I never you see love a dude has dudes. Dude's got commitment issues man um <laughs> now you got you got one tight end here that we're gonna talk about all right and then we're gonna we're gonna give uh, we're gonna give an extra special nug for the view for the listeners after this after this uh tight I mean, end pick by i didn't Gally. I didn't write
0: too much about this guy, but it's just like a feeling kind of thing you know, and that's Mark Andrews. And the Baltimore Ravens. Um, look, you got Lamar Jackson throwing the rock. I mean, really, is he throwing the rock or is he running it? But he's going to look for a little dinking donkey passes sometimes. You know, he's someone who just can run. As he's scrambling out, he, you know, finds Mark Andrews. Here's a one stat I found on Mark Andrews. He averaged 15.8 yards a catch last year, which ranked 10th in the NFL. In the entire NFL. And you gave me that stat, so I did, I, yeah. I don't, don't want to like take credit. for I appreciate that, that. you're not a you, Randy. No, oh okay, yeah. Jeez. I I figured that's what happened, Randy. Yeah. I figured that's what's going on. But anyways, Mark Andrews, <laughs> this is just a guy you got a feeling about. You can take him in the twelfth round as your tight end one. You can only draft him, and I'll be fine with that. He's if he's my starting tight end. I'm not if you if you don't get a guy that you know that you that you're really shooting for. You know the Kittle, the Urtses. Wait on tight ends. And take Mark Andrews. Okay. But this is also coming from the guy who took Justin Tucker in the 12th round.
1: Well, you, or it was were, like the ninth. you were heavily inebriated. I, I
0: was, and I still had the best draft. Uh, you did have the best. Your I, top uh, five picks uh, were insane. Yeah. Uh, uh, they uh, were. Top four. Top four. Uh, My they, fifth pick was, I think, Russell Wilson Greg Olson. So, that was... Yeah, that
1: Olson. <laughs> okay. Greg Olson. Uh, See, so yeah, I would say you got Mark Andrews over Greg Olson this year. Which, okay. What I like about Andrews, and if you're a fantasy fan, like, what receiver is really standing out in that offense? Like... You uh, had, I Steve, guess Miles maybe? Miles Boykins turning some heads. Marquise Brown. Yeah, I mean, so again, and with young quarterbacks, the security blankets everything. Usually, they're the yeah. tight end. Uh, I kind of like Mark Andrews. I've been I've been sweetening on him ever since we did the uh, AFC North podcast. So I like that pick. And again, you know, I'm going to talk about it with my, with my guy coming up here. But if you were to tell me one position in fantasy where there's guys in there that you would never think of or completely random in the top 8 of their position. It's the tight end position. Yeah. I could easily see Mark Andrews being the 7th 8th best tight end. It's it's very like it's not that hard to do. Oh, right. So, if you can get him in the 12th round in his top 8 in his position, you got to feel good about that.
0: Like is Austin Hooper is probably what, 6th or 7th last year? Do you think Austin Hooper is that much better than a guy like Mark Andrews? I don't know. That's that's just good the way point. I think about it. He plays in a better offense. Passing one okay, up. yeah, I, Austin Hooper's better, but not like.
1: But I, not you, but, that you much but you could but you can yeah. To my point is last year if you're doing a pre-draft, oh Austin Hooper's gonna be a top six. Yeah, exactly. Eh, probably not. Right. I mean, who, so I get what you're saying. Okay. We want to do something special for the viewers. Now we just gave you some diamonds on the rough. This is like, this is like, the, this is like the gold in the, the gold in the mud here. <laughs> like this is like. Uh, Like, in the trenches. We came up with a guy apiece that's not even getting drafted, ADPs. And we deep, 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 deep sleeper. Oh, man, I totally forgot about my quarterback spot. Well, maybe we'll get to him later. All eh, Whatever. I totally forgot. My point is, these are some deep guys. I'm talking guys aren't getting drafted. And we're going to give you a guy apiece here. I'm going to go and uh, maybe I'm prison of the moment. Maybe I'm prison of the moment. But I've been watching a lot of hard knocks, oh, but this God. Darren Waller kid's popping off the screen on hard knocks for me. Yeah. and Raven, John Gruden loves him. I love his story. He was, you know, um coming battling addiction his whole life. He's finally clean. He seems like he's got his stuff together. Just a freak of an athlete. Darren Waller in that Raiders offense makes a lot of sense to me. Look, Jared Cook last year, top five fantasy tight end. Who would have said who would have thought Jared no, Cook would have yeah, been?
0: That's true, exactly.
1: So Derek Carr in that or Derek Carr likes to throw the tight end in that offense. I get it. They have Tyrell Williams. They bring in Antonio Brown. They got a lot of people in there to feed. But, again, Derek Carr threw 4,000 yards last year at almost a 70% completion percentage. Sneakily. Sneakily. He only threw 19 tutties, which was what killed him in fantasy. But if you're telling me, just, it, it, <clears throat> Jared Cook last year, 68 receptions, almost 900 yards, six touchdowns, just give me two-thirds of that production for Darren Waller, and we're looking at a top-10 fantasy tight end. Oh, He's not like, even getting drafted. Not even top 20 in his position. I would... You better think, get drafted. I think, I think
0: he'll get drafted this year. Yeah, I think he'll get drafted.
1: Okay. Just because people are watching Hard Knocks and, you know, got the Hard Knock pump. I don't want to say... I don't go on a limb here, but I think he is going to be a top 10 fantasy tight end. He's not even going All to be right. drafted.
0: I like that. There you I go. I like that. That's, that's, that's fair. All right, my guy, who I really didn't get to do that much research on, I kind of like his name, you know. <laughs> it's a guy who steals people's... Chains that they got from their grandmama and our champion. What was that? Was our t- <laughs> our t- I don't know. That I was trying to do a- it. Like a-
1: My grandmama gave me that chain, you know? Yeah, <laughs> no, I got it. The Friday reference. I get yeah, it. Yeah,
0: don't you don't you think Wasim is considered our league's Debo because he, he bullies Lewis into making him trades? What was that trade last year? I, whatever. We're not gonna get into that, but okay. I heard that from some oh, – that's a quote I heard from someone, whatever. Someone I heard. Someone okay. I heard said that Simo is Debo because he bullies people. I think Randy Sounds said like that. Sounds like a Randy. But anyways, Debo Samuel
1: – That's something Randy would say like 18 times 18 to times. everybody. He's probably going to say it in the – To try and get a laugh. We
0: just, we just gave away Randy's speech. Yeah. We gave away his, his little Can't bit. the bag. Yeah, Randy's bit is gone. But I think Debo Samuel, a rookie wide receiver in San Francisco, Trans- played, he played four seasons in South Carolina – and I I I don't know
1: is that it's, the stat the four seasons the that's that's
0: my stat okay my stat is a possible possible wr one in San Francisco four seasons in SS or SC so anyways he could be the 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 wide receiver one there I don't think anybody's ever gonna draft Debo Samuel I'm looking to pick him up in the first first week of the um, before the maybe waivers I'm not gonna, yeah waivers I'm not gonna I don't know if I'll spend a draft pick on him but I mean I the the reason I wrote four seasons in in college I like a guy that. Is a little older and more. He has more experience. He's more smart. Like he's just, he's got a better head on him than these twenty-two year old, twenty-one year well, old. Well, you had
1: to play three years in college football, so. I mean, I'm thinking basketball. So yeah, I'm, <laughs> you are thinking basketball. I am.
0: Okay. I definitely am. Okay. I so, will say this: what you got going we're gonna, for we're you. We're gonna edit that part
1: out, guys. What, what you got going for you is that Trent Taylor's hurt, and that was kind of supposed to be a big piece in mean, of offense.
0: Who's who's who would you say San Francisco's wide receiver one is? Pettis. Pettis. Marquise Goodwin. Uh, it's not
1: Kenny Bourne. That dude. Screwed, man. Yeah, I think year. you started Kenny Warner a couple, couple weeks I did. last year. I was you know I was trying to be. I cute. mean, and he
0: drafted. You drafted Goodwin like tied now. The or... one week
1: I didn't play him, he goes for like a sixty. <laughs> hey, that's uh, fantasy for you. That's, Ken, fan- yeah, you know. that's fantasy. Yeah. Um, okay, thanks yeah. for that. Thanks for that breakdown on Debo. That, that was you know I just kind of pulled that out that's, of my ass, but we're yeah. good. It's gonna go on podcast hall of fame. <laughs> he played four seasons at South Carolina. Okay, I'm not gonna get to my quarterback because we're running a little. Low. We're running a little late yeah, at this time. It took
0: a little longer than I thought. It took, I
1: told you he was worried that we weren't gonna. I'm like, get... is this well? Because I looked at my my yeah. note sheet. I'm like, is this gonna
0: be enough hey, for, for 40 I minutes? Of this? I want to uh, give the fans what they want, even though I'm the biggest fan. I'm gonna listen to this sure. as I go to sleep. I think tonight. you
1: are, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate the listens. Yeah, um, man. Uh, yeah. So you're back in town. What, what's on the agenda? Fan. Okay, so we got tomorrow,
0: auction league, hometown HTFFL baby. <laughs> Shout out to my boys in the hometown league. <laughs> uh. You know, I got really looking forward to that draft. It's Saturday. Got nothing going. You know, okay. chill day Saturday. Whatever. Okay. We go a little golf maybe.
1: Maybe. Yeah. If it doesn't rain.
0: Well, fuck it. We'll, if it go <laughs> it rains, it, we'll okay. Go. Uh, sure. Sunday we got obviously sold out of TDs thanks to Randy Randy Hanson hosting the 13th. I'll be there at 10 o'clock. I'll be there at 9:30. Ready to ready to set up whatever I got to do, man. I, I I'm happy that I'm there in a sober mind state this year. True. That's I was I, I was completely day. blacked out coming into last year's draft. Don't I barely remember anything? Like, well, how do we pick draft order by spelling names
1: and shit? Yeah, spelling names, yeah.
0: I don't. I couldn't tell you whose name I, whose football player name I spo- uh, spelt.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyways, we got that draft Sunday. Looking forward to that. And then there's another draft Monday, the auction league, auction Ryan, league. Ryan's auction league that I have been invited to, and I grac- uh, graciously so, accept so that. Yeah, sure. and, I, and, and I'm gonna so win. No,
1: no time for the family. You no, know, and I mean, <laughs> I, and I'll be,
0: I'm home all. I'm home all yeah, next yeah, week. We yeah, yeah, got yeah, time right. for family. Yeah, Okay,
1: yeah, agenda. dude, this we got heavy, yeah, a, heavy a agenda, lot agenda play, dude. A lot of fantasy, a lot of, you know, it's the best good? time of the year. It's fantasy football, it boys. Is. I agree. Um, dude, remember, hey, this is Fantasy Lounge. You can check us out on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Anchor, iTunes, Facebook. Spotify. So, hey, there's a lot of platforms you can check us out. We got some good content. I, could someone please like my Throwback Thursday <laughs> posts on, on Instagram that I make for Dave to put up? Oh, be, so
0: that, the, you're the ones that are Those are
1: mine. Could okay. someone just like them? That'd oh, be the great. Steve Smith one today? I like yeah, that That's solid, good, right? That's solid, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, but it's glad to have Gally hey, the man. Kid here from all the way from the Big Easy. Big Easy. Always oh, cheesy.
0: Here. Great to be
1: here, man. Yep. Well,
0: He's not it. lying when he says it's never too late to come and relax on the lounge. Okay. Take care, boys. <laughs> did, I, did I mess it up? Oh, All right, goodbye, guys.